Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone. Welcome to I Am Angela podcast, where we strive to be more like Jesus. Hello, everybody. I hope you all are getting ready for Christmas. I hope you all are in the Christmas spirit. I hope that you all have shopped and are done with it and do not have to get out in the crowds. Again, you know, I'm a, I'm a believer. Shop online. I love to shop in, online. I hate to be in stores and long lines and whatnot. So I hope you all really got it in this year because of all that is going on. I hope you stayed safe. I hope that you are healthy and of good health and no one is sick. I pray that um, all things are going well right now. All things are going well. And if they are not, wait a while. You know, all things are seasonal. You will come back into the place that you want to be when the time is right and when God says it is time. Okay. Okay. So one of the first things I want to remind you of is how to listen to podcasts. I would love it if you all would join me on each podcast or take a listen to the podcast that I've already done previously. It's on anchor.com, Spotify, com is you could download a podcast app and listen to it. It's also on Google Podcasts, so you could actually go on your computer and do Google Podcasts and do I Am Angela Podcast, and it will come up, and you can listen to every segment that I do. But I would really love for you to be a part of each and every Saturday or Sunday because sometimes um. The word doesn't come to me. The title doesn't come to me until a little later. So I don't press it to do it on the day that I had set aside like Saturdays. Sometimes it may come on Sunday, but I am definitely faithful to what God has called me to do. Also, I want you to also know that um, follow me on social media pages like Facebook. I'm on Facebook as Angela Pettyford Clark. Instagram is I am Angela forever and Twitter is I am Angela forever. So I would love it if you would follow me. I would love it if you would inbox me. I would love it if you even want to send me a um, message through Messenger or you can send me an email. I am Angela. Um, 2020 at outlook.com. There's so many ways, but I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you think. I want to hear um, what you would like to hear about. Okay. So um, one more thing, let me throw out in a couple of weeks, I'll have my new book will be released, the pandemic and the church. Um, you'll be able to order it through Amazon, through the website, Zilb, um, through the website, and you will be able to purchase it through me. So you can contact me if you want to buy it as well. But I look forward to its release and I think you're going to enjoy it. It is definitely um, God's words toward the church in this season. Um, It is time for us to walk right, talk right, live right. It is time for us to treat people right. But most of all, it's time for us to be free. Because if you're not free, you cannot free somebody else. You cannot even help free someone else. So I am looking forward to this release and I hope that you purchase it and I hope that you enjoy it and it sows into your life as it was meant to do. Well, today on this podcast, I want to talk to you guys about, um, I got some feedback last week about the podcast I did on rejection. Um, Rejection is a real um, soft topic. I mean, some people see it as, you know, if a person does what they do, they meant to do it. They meant to hurt you. Um, They meant to cause pain. I am one of those people, and I strongly believe that every individual, as you grow, in life, as you get older in life, you realize the mistakes that you've made. 
I do not believe that every individual grows to be an old man or an old woman and do not look back and see what you could have done better or see how you could have made an impact in a different way. I do not believe that um, parents have children and make mistakes and don't look back on those mistakes and say, I could have done better. Don't look at the child's life and see when the child has fallen or see when they're struggling or see when they're not living the life that you want them to live different from yours. I do not see a parent saying that is, you know, I meant to destroy them. I do not believe that. I believe that everyone comes to a stage in life where you look back over and you say, I wish I wouldn't have done that. You could be young right now making decisions that are not good. You could be young right now rejecting your children, rejecting your wife or your husband or whatnot. And then years down the road realize they weren't as bad as you thought they were. They didn't do as much as you thought they did. It may take years for you to realize it, but I guarantee to you there will come a day There will come a day when you will look back and say, I didn't do right. But at the time you were doing it, you thought it was right. You thought it was right. And, you know, that that statement, you know, that some people, you know, you think that they don't, you know, know what they're doing. And no, at the time that they're doing it, they're thinking they're doing it for one reason. But in reality, they're doing it for another reason. Because you don't hurt, you don't scar, you don't discard people for no reason unless you're hurting point blank, hurt people, hurt people. And so therefore we're not here to judge individuals, but I do stand, um, for those that have made mistakes. I've made mistakes. I have not done, you know, dotted every um, I and crossed every T. I've not done that. So I know what it is to make a mistake and look back over your life and think, boy, I shouldn't have done that. I wish I would have never done that. And there's even been mistakes that I made that I didn't know how to go back and fix it. And I wish I did. I didn't know how to do it. And so therefore I stayed in it that much longer when in truth and reality, all I had to do was go back and say, I'm sorry, I messed up. I didn't mean to do that. But we walk around sometimes with so much pride that we forget the small things. We forget it doesn't take all that, you know? We forget that all it takes is just a simple, I'm sorry, I messed up because nobody knows everything. Nobody knows everything. And so when I look at, you know, parents and children, when they're separated, when they don't like each other and they can't communicate with each other, they don't see how that person could do this to me or that person. You know, you're looking at two individuals. Say, for instance, the child is looking at the parent saying, I can't believe you walked away from me. You didn't do what you were supposed to do. You you know, you weren't the parent you should have been. And the parent's looking at the child sometimes saying, I can't believe you didn't reach out to me. You should have reached out to me. You know, that's selfish. Um, All of it is selfish selfish talk. All of it is that talk of me, 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 me. I understand. Trust me. I understand what children feel because I've been there, but I, you know, I don't know what a parent feels because I've never been there. You know, I've never left my children. I just can't, you know, I don't understand that, you know, for me at this time. So, do you know, I feel that it has to be a brokenness. It has to be a brokenness that draws you to that place. But this scripture, it's the scripture that comes to mind when um, when we were having that conversation. And it is Romans chapter 7. I love this scripture. It's chapter 7 verse, it starts at 14 and I'm going to read through 25. And the thing is, I'm going to read, read it from the King James Version. And then I'm going to go back and read it from the Amplified, no, New International Version. Okay, so um, let's see here. Chapter 7. 
Romans chapter 7, verse 14. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that I that do I. That's what I do, basically. If then I do that, which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. For then it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me, that is, in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. For the good that I would, I do not. But the evil which I would not, that I do. Now, if I do that, I would not. It is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. But I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body, from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. So this is saying the things that I want to do. I want to do these things. I want to do good. I want to do right. I want to do like I'm supposed to do. I want to live up to the standard that God has set for me. I want to do what people are calling after me to do. What they see in me and I don't see in myself. I want to do these things. But there's a part of me that won't let me do it. There's a part of me that's always trying to do the opposite. There's a part of me that's always trying to do the, you know, the evil, the the wrong. There's a part of me that wants to walk away when I'm supposed to stay. There's a part of me that want to check out when I'm supposed to stay. There's a part of me that want to say no when I'm supposed to say yes. There's a part of me, there's something in me. And the word is saying, it's not me because I will to do good. I will to do the right thing. But there's a sin that is working in me. Oh my goodness. There's a sin that that's working in me. And and the thing that we have to know as a people, we have a choice. We have a choice to go right or we have a choice to go left. We have a choice to do the right thing and we have a choice to do the wrong thing. But there is something sometimes pulling. You can get up in the morning and you can say, I am going to do this today. I'm going to do that today. And the next thing you know, you're doing everything but you you wasted a whole day. You wasted. You could you could set out to do good and not evil, and end up doing all that is wrong. Doing all that is wrong, and that is what this scripture is saying. It's saying that you can mean well, but there's a sin that works sometimes on the inside of us that takes control. I always say, um, whatever you feed the most, that's what's in control. You feed your, the, uh, you sp- feed your spirit man, then you go, you're going to, you know, if you feed your flesh man, you're going to always, the flesh man is going to have control. If you feed your spirit man, your spirit man is going to be in control. Whatever you give most attention to, that's what's going to be in charge. No matter what people say, that is going to be in charge. That's going to be what you rely upon because that's what you're feeding every day. That's what you're reacting to every day. That is going to be what you follow. follow. We've got to realize that many people, many people want to do right. Many people, and we made mistakes. 
We made mistakes. We faltered. We went the other direction. But we've got to remember that God is in charge. He's in charge. Now, I was going to read this also in the New International Version. I actually want to read it in the Amplified Version because, of course, um, it does give a different, um, makes you look at it different. So I'm going to see if I can find this right here. Um, here we go. Romans. Um, 714 um, through 25. So in the Amplified Version, it says, We know that the law is spiritual, but I'm a creature of the flesh, world, self-reliant, carnal, unspiritual, sold into slavery to sin and serving under its control. For I do not understand my own action. I am baffled and bewildered by them. I do not practice what I want to do, but I'm doing the very thing I hate and yielding to my human nature, my worldliness, my sinful capacity. Now, if I I habitually do what I do not want to do, if I do it over and over and over again, that means I agree with the law, confessing that it is good, morally excellent. So now, if that is the case then, it is no longer I who do it, the disobedient thing which I despise, but the sin nature which lives in me. For I know that nothing good lives in me. That is in my flesh, my human nature, my worldliness, my sinful capacity. For the will, willingness to do good is present in me, but the doing of good is not. For the good that I want to do, I do not do. But I practice the very evil that I do not want. But if I am doing the very thing I do not want to do, I'm no longer the one doing it. That is, it is not me that acts, but the sin nature which lives in me. So I find it to be the law of my inner self that evil is present in me, the one who wants to do good. For I joyfully delight in the law of God in my inner self with my new nature. But I see a different law and rule of action in the members of my body, in its appetites, in its desires, waging war against the law of my mind and subduing me and making me a prisoner of the law of sin, which is within my members. Wretched and miserable man that I am, who will will rescue me and set me free from this body of death, this corrupt mortal existence? Thanks be to God for my deliverance through Christ Jesus, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then, on the one hand, I myself with my mind serve the law of God, but on the other, with my flesh, my human nature, my worldliness, my sinful capacity, I serve the law of sin. So, yes, we make mistakes. Yes, we do things that we're not supposed to do. Yes, you know, there is a whatever we're feeding the most, that's who's going to win. Whoever we're giving the most time to, that's who's going to win. If we're giving the flesh all of our time, that's who's going to win. When, 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 it, when it comes down to what you're going to do, when it comes down if you're going to walk away or if you're going to stay, when it, when it comes down to whether you're going to walk in the wheel in the way of God or whether you're going to do it your way, that's what who is ever in charge. Who Are you reading the Bible? Are you watching the television? What are you doing? Whichever you feed, that's who's going to win. And yes, you know, I I understand that many people see it as, yeah, they knew what they were doing when they did it. Yeah, they're doing it right now. You know, I know of a young man right now that has walked away from his obligation. He's walked away from his obligation. He was doing real well at one time. And now all of a sudden he saw something new. 
He decided to feed the desires of his flesh. He saw something new and he started to walk into that something new and he started to play in with that something new. And it felt better to him than being um, good to his responsibilities, standing in his word, the promises that he had previously made. Now he wants to have fun and fun has taken over him. Fun has taken over him. Now he's feeding his flesh. And now it feels good for him to feed his flesh. And now he doesn't want to put down that fleshly desire. He doesn't want to go back to his responsibilities. Serving. Which one Which one are you serving? I say to anyone that's in that place today, I don't care whether you're man, you know, woman, boy, or girl. If you're in that place today and you're choosing which to do, there's going to come a day when you're going to regret the things that you don't do that's right. When you don't do it right, there's going to come a day that you're going to regret. There's going to come a day you're going to run by that person again. There's going to come a day you might need that person again. You might need that child again. There's going to come a day. I tell you, if you want to be in a good place, and if you want to do the will of God and do it in the way that he would have you do in it, do right. Do right. Don't walk away. Don't reject. Don't give up. And even if you cannot make it with the spouse, if, if, if it comes down to it, if there's abuse, abuse in it, if it comes down to where you cannot stay any longer, work it out. Work it out in truth. Work it out in truth so that the child does not suffer. So that the child does not suffer. You know, I know that many people, it looks like I'm sure there's millions of men and women that have walked away from their responsibility and people are looking at them and they're saying they're just no good. They know exactly what they're doing. They're walking away. But I guarantee you that is a broken man or woman. That is a broken man or woman. And I know many of you don't care whether they're broken or not. But if we take into account that we are sinners too, we have wrong people too. And if you take in account, you want to be forgiven. Then you've got to forgive others. You've got to let it go. You've got to forgive others. You can't keep on holding on to it, claiming it, it is yours. I'd rather live in this pain. I'd rather live in this dysfunction. I want to live in it because I want them to pay for it. I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to speak to them. I don't want to forgive them. I don't want to let go of this rivalry thing that we have going on. Because to hold on to it makes me feel better than to go to that person and they reject me all over again or to hold on to it and you reach out and give your heart out and they stomp on it I guarantee to you the person on the end that's doing all of the hurting and all of the rejecting there's gonna come a day it always there's a season for everything the word says that there is a season for everything and we all have got to understand that yes those members, they war. We have a warring going on on the inside of us. We have something that's fighting. We have something that's pulling. When, 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 when the flesh man wants what he wants, he's fighting against that spirit man. You got a whole lot going on. It's all in your head. You know, you got a whole lot going on. It's saying you could do that. You could get away with that. Nobody's going to say anything. Make yourself happy. Why are you worried about what they want? Why are you worried about what they going to say? Let's do this. That's your flesh. But the spirit man is saying, no good thing, no good thing will be withheld from you if you are righteous, if you are in right standing with God. You will be blessed. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the man. There's nothing that he won't do for you. 
You are covered with the blood. You're covered with the blood if you're living in righteousness. You're covered with the blood. There's nothing that God will not do for you. There's nothing that he won't do for you. He'll uphold you. When they come against you, he'll be there. He'll be there. He'll stand up against them. You don't have to do one thing. You don't have to do one thing. He will stand up against any of it and all of it. All of it. Nothing. So stop, stop, stop. He said, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, and in his law, he meditates day and night. He meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth, he shall prosper. He will not regret it. He will prosper. He will not think back and say, should I have done this? Or should I have done that? Should I have let this get to me? Should I have walked out? He won't have no regrets. He won't have no problem, you know, thinking on it twice saying, I should have done this. And I, no, 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 no. It says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. For he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. I know, I know. A lot of times it hurts when people reject us and walk away from us. But I said it again, you got to let them off the hook. You got to let them off the hook. They don't know no better, no matter what nobody says. If they knew better, if they knew the word of God, if they knew the truth of God, if they knew what God said about them, if they knew what God believed about them, if they knew what God had for them, if they knew how he formed them, how he knew them before they were even formed in their mother's womb, if they knew all this, they wouldn't do all of that. If they understood all of that. They wouldn't do all that they do. They wouldn't do all that they've done. That's why we have repentance, thank God. That's why we have repentance. We can come and we can repent and ask of forgiveness. We can ask for forgiveness for the things that we've done. And we can walk in a newness. We have to make the decision. And so today, I am going to actually call on you. I'm going to call on parents. I'm going to call on parents. If you have rejected a child of yours. Yes. If you have rejected a child of yours, you've turned away from that child. I'm going to ask you today, take a chance. Ask God for forgiveness. Repent. Repent. And I ask that you make it right. Make it right by one step. Step out one time. One time. That's a beginning. Step out and call them. Step out. Go, go by and see them. Step out. Yeah, you're going to have to risk it. You're going to have to risk their reaction. You're going to have to risk all of that. But you have to do that. You have to do that. In order to clean up anything, you got to take a risk. In order to make anything right, you got to take a risk. So I am going to, I'm going to summon you, parents. This day, this day, the 19th of December, I'm going to summon you to reach out to your children today. Reach out to your children today because there's going to come a day if it has not already came. You're going to regret it. You're going to think back on it and say, I should have, I could have, I would have. 
Just make it right. Because you have. You have left a mark on their heart. You've left a mark on their heart. And I say to every child, if you have a parent that you have not spoken to, that you are not dealing with, that you don't like because they walked out of your life, they did you wrong, you felt, let's forgive them. Call them. Call them. Call them. Call them. And tell them, I forgive you. Let's start over. Call them. Let them off the hook. Let them off the hook. Tell them, I forgive you and let's start over. Let's start over. Let's start over again. Let's repent. Let's ask God for forgiveness. And let's walk in right righteousness. Let's do it the way God would have it do. Do not let your flesh win. Do not let your flesh win. Your spirit man is more powerful. Your spirit man has more to offer. Your spirit man can correct anything that flesh man has done. Your spirit man has answers that your flesh man cannot even come up with, cannot even think about. Christ is our answer. We got to get it right if we want to be more like Christ. We got to get it right. We got to work on it. Okay? All right? Okay. So I'm going to end on that note. I know that it is Saturday that I am posting this. And it's a day when we get out here and do all this extra stuff and do errands. And because it's so close to Christmas, I want to say have a merry, merry Christmas. Because the next time I post, it might be after Christmas. I don't know. I might post something Christmas Day or something. But anyhow, anyway, I want to tell you Merry Christmas. I pray that your Christmas is beyond, that it goes beyond your imagination. I pray that you all don't focus on things, but that you focus on the love of each and everyone being here. Because so we've lost so many souls this year. We've lost so many loved ones this year. I pray that you focus on the things that we can touch, not things that we can buy, but things that we can hold, things that we could hug, people that we could hug. I know that we can't come in close contact with a lot of people, but I say to you, reach out to people, make a phone call, make a phone call, tell people Merry Christmas, make a list of everybody you're going to call and say Merry Christmas to. Everybody that you're going to call and tell them you love them. Make a list. Do something different this year because we've had a different year this year. Do something different. Make it, you know, call those that you haven't talked to in a long time. Start calling them on Christmas Eve, telling them how you love them, you know, how you miss them, how you wish that you would have spent more time with them and you're sorry that you didn't. Make amends. Make amends this Christmas. All right. So we're going to pray. I want to say a prayer with those that are listening and then we're going to move on. Okay. All right. Father God, we thank you on this day. We thank you, Father God, for giving us strength. We thank you for giving us life, Father. We thank you for waking us up this morning, letting us get out of the bed, Father God, out of our own way. We thank you for giving us a way. We thank you for ordering our steps. We thank you for ordering every thought, Father God. We thank you for giving us power to say no to the flesh and yes to the spirit, man. We thank you because you've already given us this. You gave us your son who went to the cross and died so that we might have life and have it more abundant.
abundantly, Father God. I ask that you touch every individual in their households, every individual that will listen to this podcast and beyond. I ask you to bless them, Father. I ask you to bless them beyond recognition. I ask that you bless those that are without jobs in this season, that have lost their jobs. Father God, I ask that you put food on every table, every table, not just for Christmas. I ask that you do it on daily basis. You said that you've given us all our needs and in heaven. You've given it to us, all our spiritual needs. We've already been granted everything that we need. All we need to do is call out to you, Father. So we calling out to you saying, whatever the need is, we know that you know, but we know that you are the giver. We know that you are the supplier. So we are seeking the supplier to give us what we need. So Father God, we're thanking you. We're thanking you that parents are going to reach out to children. We're thanking you that children are going to reach out to parents today. We're thanking you that through this holiday season, we're going to find the meaning in what love is. We're going to find the meaning in what family is, Father God. So we thank you on this morning and we bless your holy name. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. So I thank you all again for listening. I thank you all for joining me on I Am Angela. I look forward to the next time we gather. And to this day, to this end, I say, be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. And I love you. Have a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend. Till next time. Bye-bye.